Accredited Master Coach, Speaker, Author, and Podcaster. Welcome to my podcast, The Can Do Way. My guests from across the globe have can do stories of growth, resilience, and success to share. Tune in and be inspired by these individuals who have developed a strong can do approach. Each one of their stories is unique, each one of their stories has a key message. This episode of the Can Do Way, I'm talking to Michelle Hon, founder, entrepreneur, author, podcaster, and speaker. Singapore-based Michelle is the founder of Mum Boss Academy, author of The Chill Mum, host of the Chill Mum Boss Show podcast, and mother of three young children. Now, after building several successful businesses in various niches, namely F&B, social media, and maternity, Michelle refocused on what she loves most. She founded the Mum Boss Academy, where she helps mums fulfill their dreams by creating a purposeful income for themselves. Michelle wants women of today to be the role models for their daughters for when they become mums so they no longer have to choose between career and their babies. Michelle says there is a third option. I show them that it is possible. Welcome to the show today, Michelle. Hi, Gail. Hello. Thank you for having me and thank you for the lovely introduction. (laughs) You're most welcome. So first, if we can take a short walk through your life, Michelle, to give the listeners a glimpse of your background and what led you to help mums become aspirational for their daughters? All right. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you again for letting me share my story. My story really began about 10 years ago when my first baby, Lauren, arrived. Um, I'm originally from Malaysia, living in Singapore. So we did not have the family support in Singapore. Um, so my options were to either wrap up my business. And at that point, I was running my own soup and salad bar business. So my choices were continue to be in my business and send my baby to, you know, like a baby care center or give up my business to be a stay-at-home mom. So I chose to be a stay-at-home mom and give up my business. And six months into the whole, you know, six stay-at-home mom gig, I realized that it really isn't for me. While I love being home with my baby, I found that I was getting uncomfortable with the notion that I was relying on my husband financially 100% and also waking up without a sense of purpose like what do I do today um what what am I doing for myself besides just thinking about okay what should I cook for the day and so I decided that hey I need to at least find something that I could do from home I mean it doesn't need to replace my Um, income that I used to have from my business, at least some sort of pocket money. So I do not have to ask my husband, you know, for money to buy a pair of shoes or a new dress, right? I mean, I'm, I'm 
completely comfortable asking him to pay for, you know, bills and groceries, but my own things. And I didn't like dipping into my own savings account either because, you know, <laughs> it's diminishing. So I'm like, okay, I got to find something to do. And this is back in 2012, start of 2013. And I was like, okay, people were still reading blogs back then maybe blogging is something that I could do and I still remember telling my husband all right I'm gonna start a blog and he laughed at me because he was like when was the last time you ever wrote anything substantial (laughs) or you know what I still had to correct your grammar are you sure you want to start a blog but I did not let that stop me so you know I researched I learned how to create a website and all that I really started I just give it my go because there's there's no other options. <laughs> so I made it work. So from slowly, you know, um, getting brands to want to work with me, to writing articles from for them, then I turned my blog into a maternity concierge business so that I could, first of all, establish myself as an expert in the industry and also be able to work closely with other moms who are like me, who uh, find themselves, you know, a first time mom doesn't know what to do. What should I buy? And there's just so many conflicting information out there. So then, um, so essentially I became a baby planner. So a lot of my readers from the blog went, Hey, you know, I follow you, follow your story when you were just this stay at home mom. And then now you started a business and it seems to be going well. So how did you do it? And so I thought, hey, you know, that seems like I'm not the only one here. Every woman, when they become a mom, they have to choose, is it career or children? And I seem to have found this middle ground. And so I started consulting women one-on-one on how they could build the business from home. And so in 2020, right before the pandemic, I just took my experience from coaching women one-on-one into an online program so that it's more accessible and it could reach more people. And that's how Mamboss Academy was born. Beautiful, beautiful. The thread that just jumps out at me straight away, Michelle, is that you, right from the start, you said, I want to do something for me. (laughs) You know, you wanted to find something that was your purpose Now, I've spoken to many people over the years um, who have had children and, you know, having children, I'm sure, must be one of the most wonderful parts of your life. You you had them for a reason, but you wanted something more. And I I really like the way that you said you wanted to find your own purpose. You wanted to find something that you could do to regain that sense of independence in yourself. And the non-reliance completely on your husband. But then you unearthed and created this incredible niche that seems to have grown exponentially since 2012. You know, we're 2022 now. So it's 10 years, as you say, down the line. But you have really allowed things to grow and, and to move into this very Um, niche area and you're obviously really helping a lot of women out there. So I want to go right back to the start and just ask you, where do you feel that 
that can do driving you came from to say, I want, I know I can rely on my husband. Mm-hmm. I want to discover this sense of independence. Where did that come from? I think of this sense of independence has always been in me. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom passed away when she was 35 and I was 13. So I was pretty much independent since then. I mean, um, she didn't have a really good relationship with my dad and I didn't, I didn't live with my dad from the age of eight until my mom passed away at 13. So, you know, then we had to go and live with him. And I suppose, you know, I was already a teenager, so I was very much independent on my own. And um, I also think did not come from a well-to-do family. So I started supporting myself, earning an income since the age of 16. And right out of high school, I never depended on my dad. And so I suppose I've always been earning my own keeps and figuring out things in the world. And also I, you know, now that on hindsight, my mom's short life has taught me that if there's anything I want to do, I should just give it my all because life is short. So while a lot of people, I think, you know, they may have, they want to find a purpose, they may want to accomplish a lot of things, but they're being stopped by the fear of failure. But for me, my fear of regret at the end of my life for not giving anything a goal is greater than the fear of failure. So I think that is what drives me to become who I am today. That's, that's, I, I knew there was something there and I, I wanted to, to bring that out because I think that that adds so much depth to who you have become because we are all linked to somewhere. We all started somewhere and something was a role model for us and we you use that as a launch pad and I, I really love your 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 memory of your mum that you are willing to say, you know, she gave you that sense of purpose. She said she she said in a way to you, you know what, now is the time. Get out there, go and get it and and make it happen. So how do you see that that um, continues to to build in you. What has it has there been a time you feel that you have had that in your mind, and yet it's been a challenge for you because other maybe life factors have got in the way, and you've not always had that same sense of strength in you. Has has that happened to you at any stage? I think I well not having that strength I suppose it has always been in me I I was I think the only time that I was very lost was perhaps you know when the first few years when my mom left us right when my mom passed away and um I was lost for many years and you know gone through um mingle with the wrong crowd for a bit (laughs) and um but eventually I think my I've always been quite um how to say I've always been quite I'm not easily influenced in a way Mm -hmm. so I've always had my own thought I've always stayed true to my value which is something that I'm very proud of 
And of course, you know, it's, it sounds as if, you know, when I was telling my story from how I started blogging to where I am today, these 10 years, it sounds as if, you know, one thing led to another is all good and dandy. Of course, there were days when it was, it was hard. There were obstacles, but I've always seen it as, hey, you know, it, it's, it's just one more thing that I may not know now that I would just need to learn. And if I just get past this, then life will be better. So I suppose like because I've gone through so much hardship in my childhood, anything, anything bad that happens right now, it's not that bad. <laughs> you know, I have kind of like a point of reference. So in a way that has kept me optimistic for the future. That's that can-do, that's that can-do mindset in you, that attitude that's- to say, yes, it's in front of me, but I can find my way through it. And you, you've, you're an example of that um, and it shines through. What do you think in this journey that you're going on? You, you said your first daughter, Lauren, was born 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. What, what, what type of role model do you feel that you are for her? Because this is one of your key parts of your consultancy that you're helping other women to become role models for their daughters. So tell me, what do you think that Lauren is seeing from you? Oh, um, yeah, she's a very big part. I mean, my children is a very big part of what I do, what I do, because I've always said that becoming a mom really changed me. I mean, I was, I've, I've had always been optimistic. I have can do attitude, but I didn't really think that long term before. I never thought about leaving a legacy when I was single because, hey, you know, I'm, I'm just myself. But once I have children, I realized that, hey, they need a, a, a role model. I mean, de- depending on, you know, I, we, we, tomorrow is not promised. We're not sure how long our life would be. But mm-hmm. as long as I live, I want her to see me as when mommy wants something done, she gets it done. She doesn't whine. She may complain a little bit, but she gets <laughs> things done. You know, she takes a hundred percent ownership and she's committed to something. And that's all I want them to, to be because it's, it doesn't matter who they want to become, what the goal is, as long as they know that, you know, not to blame the world, not to blame other people, take a hundred percent responsibility on yourself and that's that's all that matters that's that's wonderful and you know I think as a parent as anyone in life you know we all need to take ownership for how we think how we feel and how we then act as a result of that and and what a vital life skill that you are sharing and showing your children I'm sure your other children too are they do you feel that your other kids are starting to see that ripple through to them as well in the way that they're developing and and growing as as young people now um absolutely um for Lauren and Georgia Georgia is eight she's Mm -hmm. my second daughter um during the pandemic they started a business (laughs) wow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so they've always loved slime they've always watching um slime videos it's a mm-hmm. thing with the younger kid these days so we let them so they're like oh you know they see other people selling slime and they want to be selling slime so yeah so i helped them set up a business 
and you know they were packing slimes <laughs> during the pandemic and within the first month they were earning 800 bucks wow that's <laughs> incredible <laughs> story very proud parents <laughs> she had big dreams lauren she wanted an office where she can stack things up and i'm like no 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 we do not need an office. <laughs> but what she did though we did start an instagram account and we just really take started taking orders from there and and yeah i mean well they're no longer doing it though they did mm-hmm. give up after a year mm-hmm one school started and everything. Um, but they are a very entrepreneurial. Every time they think of something, we encourage them to do it. We do not, um, you know, tell them that, you know, it's ridiculous. We're like, okay, then how do you think we can make things happen? And so that's that's really what I want to instill in them. Um, for my six-year-old boy, he's still a bit clueless, but um, recently though, Maybe because, you know, they sometimes overhear me talking to my students, you know, or all the other moms that I coach. And so I heard him coaching his sisters. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Lauren has, you know, an uh. ulcer in her mouth and she needed to put this, you know, um, medication on mm. it and, and mm. it stings. And she was like, you know, scared and stuff. And he was like, Lauren don't worry about it. You just have to do it. Just think about like the easiest thing. What makes you happy? Like <laughs> maybe you got a homework and it's super easy to do. And just think about that. Beautiful. <laughs> so it was oh. really cute. <laughs> oh, the ripples, the ripples that are going through your family. It's it's so, it's so enlightening to hear this. And I'm sure the listeners will be delighted by this story as well. You know, your children, are, whatever they do in the future, your two daughters will remember their slime little enterprise from COVID times. That was their first job. You know, when someone asks them when they're, say, 25 years old and says, what was your first entrepreneurial um, project that you did? And they sold slime and they made $800 a month. I mean, that's what a, what a launch pad for life. But it's it, yours, your can-do attitude, both yours obviously and your husband's, is very strong in their lives and it's, you're role modeling exactly. You're walking your talk so that I hope that this this show as well helps you when you're you're talking to your the, the other mothers out there to say, look, I am Michelle and I'm doing this with my children and, and now you can do this with your children too. So it's it's a win-win all the way around. But thank you for sharing that absolutely <laughs> delightful story. So I just want to step away from your work at the moment, which in a way, isn't stepping away. But when you're not working, Michelle, what do you do to slow down and, and to recharge yourself so that you're reset and ready for whatever comes your way? What do you get up to? Um, well, to be really honest, I do not really have a lot of time to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, besides, if, if, if there's no... If I'm not doing my work, I'm most likely be with my children. And at this age, they, they still want me, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we, we do nothing at all. I'm not a very um, tiger mom. I do not um, sort of like, oh, you know, our, our activities or my days with them is not packed to the brain as in like, we do this, we go out here, we do that. And most of the day is pretty fluid. We sort of like, okay, you know, mommy's now free, we have nothing to do. Okay, what, what can we do now? And we just sit down and we chat or oh, let's go out for, for a walk or, you know, go get ice cream. And that's really 
Yeah, and I think how do I recharge? Let me think. Oh well, every night I do have my skincare routine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that you know, I really do do take um, my time to take my shower every night to wind down, and then for the next. 10, 15 minutes, the, the kids know not to disturb mommy. I'll be in my bathroom, you know, step one, skincare, step two, step three. And, and I, I just take that time for myself. And I think that's important. That's how I feel like no matter how busy the day was, you know, people pulling me in different directions sometimes, I, I take that time out for myself. Instead of, you know, waiting for, once a month a big massage or something like that i'll i'll just try to put in 10 minutes of skincare time and yeah that's that's all i needed for myself at this stage and i'm Beautiful. pretty sure yeah when the kids are older they'll need less of me and then i'll get all my time back <laughs> you know i i i think what you're sharing and showing other people is is you know it's the small moments that can really matter. You, like you say, you don't have to block out a massive amount of time. If you can make that time, have that time. But you're giving yourself 10 minutes that is purely for you. Mm-hmm. And that's just so important. And it comes through in so much of the work that I do in coaching women leaders is saying, even if it's 10 minutes a day, just yeah. to absolutely do nothing or to do a routine that allows you to slip into some mindfulness for yourself. So I'm sure as you go through your routine of the the stages of your skincare routine, it's a very mindful experience for you, but you're calm, it's you, there's no noise, there's there's nothing in your way other than what you permit in there. So I'm sure thoughts are there, but it's, it's your time. Yes. And I think it's so vitally important for people to say, to think, I, we all lead very busy lives through choice a lot of the time. But at the same time, if we gift ourselves five or 10 minutes a day to just find one thing that works for us, that is calm, centered on us, and allows us to simply be, then we can refresh and reset ourselves all that we need to um, for whatever comes next. Absolutely. And speaking of mindfulness, there's something mm. that I learned as well that I started doing perhaps two years ago, is that before I go to bed every night, I do a few, some moments, I don't really count it, um, some deep breathing Mm -hmm. and just really clear my mind of what has happened during the day and kind of like take stock of did I do it well and how can I do it better and also to imagine what's to come, what is the next day would be I usually do know you know what's coming up the next day and I visualize it in my mind for it to go splendidly well and um, I think that really helps me sort of like just unwind and reset myself for the next day as well now that you mentioned mindfulness I just yeah was reminded of that that's a beautiful way to calm down for the day too and it's it it just sends that sense of calm as I'm listening to you and you have a more restful sleep, don't you as well? Because you are just saying to your body, okay, mind, have a break brain for a few hours and you don't have to keep thinking and, but this is what we're going to do tomorrow. And it's really exciting. Um, But time to sleep now, time to rest. So thank you for sharing that as well. 
So, Michelle, this is your chance to share with the listeners. What are your three can-do tips you'd like to leave them with today? My three can-do tips. Um, um, I think it, number one would just really be mind over matter. Um, that's my number one motto that I have in life, my can-do tips is, Whatever happens to you, whatever you want, or um, you know, external circumstances, is is a reflection of your internal self, how you think the world is. Um, so that's number one, right? No, no matter what is happening, is is how you react to it. So um, that's number one. Number two is. Just really don't don't think too much. Just do it. Um, I still remember my very first business. I spent like the entire year planning for like you know preparing the business plan, and as soon as we open <laughs> for business, the business plan is out the window because whatever <laughs> I had thought or you know thought it would go a certain way was completely the other way. So. Don't think too much. Just do it if you really wanted something. And also the third thing is to know that what you want to do comes from yourself and, and it's not from your husband, someone who loves you, or even the society expectation of what a woman should be. Because I do realize that a lot of women out there could be feeling a bit lesser of herself, perhaps, you know, looking at me or hearing my story, thinking, oh, you know, I should be a, I should be starting my business. I should also have a great relationship with my kids. I should also be doing all these things. But if that's not you, you don't have to. If you're happy just being a stay-at-home mom and you have no desire to start a business, do not look around on Instagram saying, oh my God, other people are starting business and therefore I feel like I need to start a business. Do it because you want to and not from what you see other people is doing. So I think that's very important. Thank you. Thank you. All three of those are so vital, again, for our mindset. Um, But I think that that third one, as you said, is is stopping ourselves comparing ourselves to other yeah. people and and just because someone down the road is doing one thing and they're achieving a great deal of success if it doesn't float your boat and it's not meant for you then walk away yeah walk away it's those are wonderful wonderful tips to share so my final question for you michelle is why do you feel a can do attitude is absolutely essential in life Hmm, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, I think I, I always tell my kid, if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you're right as well. So which way are you going to think? I think having a can-do attitude will just serve you better. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Fantastic. That's a beautiful end to what has been a really refreshing, um, fun. You know, I've really enjoyed hearing your story, Michelle, and I'm sure that all the listeners as well will take little nuggets of advice from you and how you have really built such a strong can-do mindset. And it's now, as you've shared, 
finding its way into the lives of not only you, but your children and the greater world, the women that you are working with and, and helping them to become role models for themselves first and for their daughters moving forward. So thank you so much for being my guest today on The Can Do Way. Thank you, Gail. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Do you live and breathe a can-do attitude? Have an inspiring perspective, a life-changing experience, or intriguing story to share? Always curious, and with an insatiable appetite for a good yarn, I invite you to be my guest. Do get in touch via my website, gailmgibson.com. The Can Do Way podcast, refreshing, positive, and real.